Three beers later. Okay. Okay. Here we are. Episode two. Episode one hundred and four D seven. And uh we're back because we do this podcast weekly now, and that's what we do. Yeah, but not not as strict of a schedule as we used to be. Oh, is that right? Interesting. We're all loosey goosey now. Interesting. Yeah, last week was a Thursday. This week's a Tuesday. Next week's a Monday. Mm. Next week's a Monday. Yeah. Wow. Mark, mark that on your calendar. Very exciting. <laughs> now you you usually brief me the week of. I remember to brief you. I forgot to brief my wife. Ah. Oops. Well, I appreciate you briefing yeah. me. <laughs> feel like it's semi important. Chris Whitney's here. Hey guys, he's hey. back. What's going on? That did you run here? I did, and boy, are my legs tired. <laughs> just ran down here from Omaha. It was it was crazy. You run everywhere. I say, for you, that's got to be just be a short jaunt right now, right? Uh, well, yeah. What's what's coming up? It might be, yeah. But uh, no, it's it's good. It feels like there's some some things that have changed since the last time I was in this seat. Hmm, what's changed? We got a new board. That we was it. That board. was the one thing yeah, I noticed. Yeah, yeah. Everything else in the world completely the same. Mark, I you know I was worried about that a couple times last week the board yeah just you know i got you just had that right there i got you and, and no, you, 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 you tend to flail i do i'm a flailer yeah so you're just, right okay just, I, I didn't want to say it out loud because no, okay. i didn't want to draw attention to it i appreciate it now i'm drawing attention to it that's fair <laughs> i'm not gonna spill on this board all right we're here to drink beer and yell at mark not only occasionally that's fair uh, cool. So uh, let's just jump into the beers, I suppose. Cool. Where are we starting? Beer one. One. Yeah, beer one. Chris, you brought it. You uh, get to introduce it. All right. Well, it's. Um, I brought a couple from Cross Strain and uh, one later on that we'll get into. We'll keep that as a surprise, mm-hmm. I guess. I mean, y'all know what it is, but everybody else, <laughs> not quite yet. Um, it's Magic or Radio. That's right. Or podcast, I guess. Theater of the Mind or something. <laughs> yeah. Beach Pies from Cross Strain. It's one that they came out with. I believe it dropped last Wednesday, so early January, if you're listening to this at a later date. But it's it's a sour IPA. It's got key lime pie qualities to it. It's sour. It's it's, it's delicious. I get just a little bit of cinnamon from it in addition to the key lime pie flavor. Yeah. I think it really it's it's nice. I really like that. So one. we had a. Um... We had a Popeye sandwich, each of us, before we got here. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is actually a fantastic chaser for the Popeye sandwich. Oh, okay. Yeah, like I'm really okay. enjoying I'm not kidding. I wasn't sure what direction you were going no, with No, this that. is very good. I don't, I don't disagree, but yeah. I'm it, in. It does confuse me a little bit because there are definitely elements of a pastry sour and there are definitely elements of an IPA. And it's going to take me a few sips here to try and melt Uh-oh. those. Uh-oh. Mel does in my brain. Mark doesn't know what to call it, so he doesn't know what to do. Well, it's called a sour IPA. So he so. doesn't know if he likes it or not. I, I just I haven't decided if I like it or not. Okay. Well, we'll get there, I suppose, eventually. You can only ask for so much at first. By the way, we don't rate beers anymore. What? what? We, we, <laughs> we didn't rate beers. That doesn't mean we don't rate beers. It means we didn't rate beers. You were flailing. You were I'm a flailer! Please, you flail a lot. Yeah, I know. Trust me. The the cuts all over my hands right now. Do you want you. me to sit on that side? It, it, it might not be a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep the keep the beer out of sight. But then I can't drink you it. You have long arms. You can drink it. Either hold it or put it to the side. Okay. I can sit over there. 
Whenever we take a pee break, we'll switch. All right. Okay. Wow, you're really that worried. I <laughs> got a new it's, got a new board. Got to protect. It's it. amazing. Oh that, yeah. It's amazing. We went three years of doing this, and I only spilled on the board once. It really is. Yeah. It really is. All right. So what are we going to talk about tonight? Chris, why do you run everywhere? Yeah, I was talking. I was grilling him about this before you got here. I suppose with the start of the pandemic, you know, gyms kind of shut down and everything like that. I'd always wanted to get back into running. I've done the Lincoln Half Marathon a few times in the past, and honestly, the last few times I'd done it, I really hadn't trained for it that well. So this year was going to be 2020 was going to be the year to like set out and do it. Mm. So I guess when the gyms closed and things like that, just really focused on doing that and kind of it was a kick in the you know kick in the right direction obviously so I did that and did pretty well got my time that I wanted to and then just kind of stuck with it because after that point it was just like okay what now what do you do you you get to a goal you got the marathon time you want to the half marathon yeah what's the what's what's the half marathon time so that time I wanted to break 156 which I had which was my personal record from a number of years ago when Uh I actually trained and done well so did the virtual one. I think it was around Memorial Day. Finished in like 154. All right. So that was good. And then I just kind of stuck with it. Did the Havsy back in November. Broke 140 for that. It was at 139. Damn. So I just run now. That's that's my thing. <laughs> You're going to run thing. across the whole state. A good portion of it. But I'm pretty much, I mean, it's a lot of it. Yeah. So- you, you, I think you got a bad draw. Cause like there's like you got to cover a lot of a lot of mileage. 166 miles in six days. It's from Ray, Colorado to Holdridge. So what's the math on that? How many? How 100, many mi- 166 in six days. So it's about 28 miles a day. <sighs> You're on a marathon every day for six days. That's right. But he gets to rest on the seventh. What do you do? Okay, just like Jesus. So or whatever. Is that who? Who did that? Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Not Jesus. Is it God? Who did that? Who rested? It was God that rested on the seventh day. That's what I thought. Jesus wasn't born yet. Jesus was always resting. Yeah. yeah. Baby in a manger. That's what the Bible said. <laughs> Jesus just rested. Well, he had some hard times at the end, I guess. He's got those disciples all around him doing everything for him. Yeah. Yeah. So like Jesus, you're going you're gonna to do <laughs> stuff for six days and then not. Um, what do you do the rest of the day? You go, you run your marathon for the day. One, it takes a lot of time, four hours, sure. right? It'll, yeah, I haven't decided. I'm still kind of figuring things out. So the reason I'm doing this is it's a fundraiser for an organization called MS Run the U.S. So it's a fundraising uh, organization that raises funds for MS research, and then they also raise funds for people that need, for instance, modifications to their house. Maybe they need a wheelchair ramp put in. Maybe they need a new wheelchair, other things like that. So... It's a thing that they do every year. It starts in California, ends up in New York. There's 19 different sections of it, and so that just happens to be my section. But So they have like a road crew and like an RV that follows mm. the runner from mm. each specific spot to where they're going. So I'll be sleeping in the RV oh. uh, when we're done, going to different towns, check out what's going on after you're done running, do media spots, appearances, that type of thing. So Nice. Party hard. Oh, uh, yeah, just lots of beer all the time. <laughs> How much media do you expect from Colorado, Ray, Colorado, to Holdridge, Nebraska? See, see that's the thing. I, there's not a lot out there. It's <laughs> Honestly, it's a part of the state I really haven't been to. It I does, was doing the path earlier. I wanna, I'm going to go through your towns. Hold sure. on. Sure. Yeah, one of it uh, does run through McCook. I know that. Finishes that's up not in, so bad. Yeah, finishes up in Holdridge. So um, a lot of it will be kind of media before then. 
just kind of getting the word out there and uh, not only just the fundraising part of it, obviously, but raising awareness. I mean, a lot of people don't know what multiple sclerosis is. That's the, the MS in MS run the U.S. Mm. So, um, All right, Mark, have you ever heard of Hagler? Nebraska? Yep. I had a oh that was that was my I was just trying to think of my seventh grade English teacher's name Mrs Hagler Mrs Hagler how's it spelled but H A I G L E R uh, not like that this was H E G yeah um, never mind nope also never heard not, of it yeah parks you're, you're going kind of by parks there's I don't know if there's parks there but you're going by parks uh, Binkelman that's a town heard of Binkelman never heard of Binkelman Max sure M- Max just Max that's a town. Stratton. I've heard of Stratton because of Dundee County Stratton, high school sports. Uh, Trenton. Culbertson. McCook. That's relatively major. It is major on this route. Indianola. Bartley. Cambridge. Holbrook. Arapahoe. Not quite Arapahoe. Uh, Atlanta. And that's the last one for That seems out of the way. Yeah. Uh, a couple of these taking a, taking us south at Albuquerque. <laughs> One of those <laughs> things. Right turn, right turn at Albuquerque. Holbrook. My dad actually lived in Holbrook, New York for a majority of also his life. Also out of the way. Yeah. Yep. Cambridge. So yeah. when is this? It's June 10th through the 15th. Okay. And actually, the cool part is one of the many cool parts, but after it, the, the next leg, as Connor sort of alluded to, it's uh, <laughs> from Holdridge, and it does come here through Lincoln. So that'll be cool. It'll wrap up at, uh, I believe, Prairie Life, I think, is where it ends up. And then it goes from Lincoln to Des Moines, all the way, et cetera, et cetera, across what, Wisconsin. Why didn't you get one of the Lincoln legs? Yeah, the guy after you has a more exciting route, believe it or not. Uh, yeah, it's uh, I. you just kind of apply. You interview, which I had an interview with the founder and uh, another uh, the kind of the another guy that works in the organization, married couple. But so I was able to interview there, and they just kind of placed you wherever. And so it's really interesting. and. You said there's 17 legs? 19. 19 legs. So could the, you have gotten any of the legs? I think you could have put in, because they, they asked you if you could travel for it. Mm. And so there's a bunch of, a uh, few runners that are from Texas, a few that are from California. So they're going to have to go to other parts of the country, obviously, to do this. So um, I think it's cool for me, for one reason, just because I get to be a part of three different legs. The one that's, obviously, I'm running, oh, and then yeah. the one that ends here in Lincoln, and then the one that'll kind of finish up um, or start from Lincoln and go forward. Nice. Yeah, it's – I don't speak with hyperbole often, but I think it's one of the better things I've decided to do in my life. Like it's it's powerful. I mean, my mom has had MS for about 30-plus years, Mm -hmm. ever since I can remember. And just growing up, like we could play catch in the backyard, go on walks and things like that. And then her condition just kind of got worse as time went on. She's been wheelchair-bound for quite a few years now and – so I run for her. I run for a friend that has been diagnosed with it too. He's around our age. He's you know got young kids, whole life in mm. front of him, and has had struggles with it too. Um, and just everybody who can. I mean, it's 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 amazing. Of the nineteen runners that are doing this, eight actually have MS themselves. Wow. And so wow. the fact that they're going out here and in doing it, and you know taking on that challenge, which some of the routes are longer than one hundred and sixty six miles, some are shorter, but. You know, it's a lot of running, and it's all for a very good cause. So, oh, do you have the do you have one of the longer ones or the shorter ones? I think it's kind of in the middle because mm. some of them are up to like seven, eight days, and over two hundred miles. Oh, and then there's a few God. that I think I think the shortest is five. So I might be closer to the shorter end, but I think like per day mileage, I'm 
up there a little bit nice. more. So how do uh, how do people help out? We we've got some like people in the past who have like you know just been super nice to us. So yeah, I mean, how do people? Yeah, help this is out? much better than buying us beer. So if you're gonna do something, you're right? Do yeah. this yeah. and and. Uh, yeah, the website um, is msruntheus.org, but if you go to the websites, and I just kind of set this up within the last few weeks, chrisruns4ms.com, that will take you to kind of like my campaign page, like fundraising page and all that, and so you can see a little bit more about why I'm doing this, um, just kind of look more about the the organization in general, the run in general, what kind of will be going on, and so it's... It's yeah, it's it's going to be incredible. I mean, I've already felt kind of the power through that through the fundraising. I mean, people I've went to high school with and probably haven't talked to the best or seen in a number of years, they'll just drop in a random donation and <laughs> it's you it's get awesome. the you get the emails when it comes in and I just I'm like I'm I'm not worthy of this. I mean, I know my mom and everybody who's been affected, they are, but you know, me personally, I'm just overwhelmed with with right. everything that's gone on and so we're we're getting there, making great progress, and uh, you know, hopefully, this type of run won't exist in a few years with all the the good work that's going on. Well, it's definitely crazy as shit. Yeah, I've you know? um, I've had a lot of the, people are just like, "You're doing what now?" <laughs> and so it's it's taken some explanation, but you know, when you tell them why, it, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. I mean, I've I've known people that have fundraised for JDRF research. They've done you know heart disease runs, walks, things like that, and so. You know, as you and I were talking, it's just, you know, you get older and you start to realize priorities and think about things that really matter. And, yep. you know, I think this is definitely something that matters for me and hopefully for a lot of other people, too. So I'm looking at the elevation map here on your leg. I've got a good one because I think it's mostly a downhill. Well, sure. Yeah. You start at about 3,500 feet. You get down to a, not quite 2,000. But what I'm noticing is over the last 10, 15 miles, you go back up. A little bit. Yeah. Wow, Holdridge is on a hill. Apparently, Holdridge is on a hill. You gotta, How big of a hill? You got to earn it to get into Holdridge. I, I guess. I guess. That, I'm, <laughs> what what I'm thinking is you just did five straight days of marathons, and then you your hardest leg is going to be your last one because it's the only one with a net uphill. I think so, but you get to that point, and you're pretty much just running on adrenaline. You're like, I've done this much. You know, I'm going to have to take your word for that. Uh, I might change my tune on day six. We'll see. But you get to that point, and... Everything just kind of takes over. You forget that you're hurting. And Holdridge just, just has an airport. It. You could just fly home from there. Brewster Field Airport. I'm looking at the map right now. I will I will charter the finest of jets if I yeah. can make it all the way through. Yeah, that's what you got to do. All the way back. The airport of your choice. Whichever one. So how, how big is the, the crew that's going along with you? I think it's a crew of any, it's like two to four, yeah. I want to say. So somebody that's obviously driving, because I think it's two different vehicles. It's the RV, which people will sleep in and all that. And then like kind of the, I don't know if it's a camera car or something like that, that mm -hmm. fall, like maybe a supply car or something else that, that kind of goes behind. So I think it's like about two, three or four people somewhere, somewhere around there. Do you get like a police escort or anything cool like that? See, I don't know. We haven't, so every month so far... So we've had three already, but you have a, a monthly call where they lay out certain things. And so this last call we had just a couple of weeks ago was about nutrition and training. So this next one coming up in February will be what to expect on the road. Okay. Mm. okay. So like, I don't even know, am I, am I running on which side of the road am I running on? Am <laughs> I running ahead of the car, behind the car? Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know exactly. So we'll, we'll have all those questions answered. And they, and they have videos on their sites that's uh, from previous years, obviously, where you can go and watch that and. 
It's it's pretty nuts. This no, it's definitely nuts. It's crazy, dude. I don't know. I I can't run from here to. I just, say, I just think it's target. crazy because the last time I did a half, which was the only time I did a half, was when we first started this podcast. And then I thought, all right, that was cool. I'm just going to drink beer for the next three years. <laughs> uh, that's definitely what you said to yourself. It is. Yeah, I, I run I so I can up. drink beer. That's that's why. <laughs> that's a better attitude. It's not what I did. You ran multiple halves and thought, I didn't want to do better. I want to run faster. Now I want to run longer. And that's a much better attitude than than what I chose to do. Got a case of the crazies. What can I say? <laughs> did you choose to quit running or did did quitting running choose you? Oh, I've quit running many times. I'm really good at quitting running. Okay. It's it's one of my better skills. What I mean is did you want to keep running and then it just happened? You know, you just started drinking beer again? No, what happened cuz I was I was doing really well where I it wasn't the beer, it was more the food. Like I was eating good and then I got done with the the havesy and and then I said, cool, I just ran a half marathon. Let's go over to Mellow Mushroom. And I ate like half a pizza. And then that for dinner that night, I was like, ah, well, I I just I cheated there, so let's just keep that going. And I ran a marathon. Yeah, I ran a half marathon, marathon yeah. today. So And it was just like that attitude continued on for- well, So you got th- entitled. Th- and, then it, and then it was the holidays. You got entitled. And then it was the, another holiday. You said to Year. yourself, every time you ate a pizza, there was like, there was you a, said, there was yeah, rationale. but I ran a half marathon. I earned this, yeah. Uh. And now here we are, wow. three years later, Wow. many pounds later. The key to that is don't do anything, and then you won't believe that you're entitled to anything. It's true. Maybe. It's true. <laughs> Should we drink the second beer? Okay. Oh, did you finish the first beer? Did everybody finish I did. it? I did. I thought the first beer was good. Is that your rating? Uh, where did we leave off with that? I think I was just doing thumbs up. I don't know, Connor. I think I was doing thumbs up, thumbs down by the end of the... Do what you want to do. Um, Connor, I enjoyed it. We're going to be having three cross strain beers on this podcast. Three KS later, I I got a story on the uh, on the on the story time. <laughs> okay, it's not really that good, but I yeah I, I was say, I was there on Friday. Connor, more than the rating, I care about your your description and your thoughts on the beer. Oh, okay. I don't, I, I don't really care about the number. Yeah, I like that. Uh, I like that beer. And uh, I think we had we you know we had some salty stuff before, mm-hmm. and I thought that uh, that chased it pretty well. I know in the past we've had that key lime pie. We we the key lime pie. We had a, a lemon meringue one. Lemon meringue. Yeah, from from White Elm. I no, I actually like this. That one wasn't good. <laughs> what? No, just your your. No, this this one's actually good. Yeah, th- no, this one's yeah. actually good. So that's my rating. As opposed to? that, As opposed to the other one, which was bad. This one's good. That's my rating. Good. Yeah. Chris? Uh, I'm just going to stick with the, can I stick with the untapped rating I gave it? Yes. No. Okay. No? Oh, do you want me to give you the spiel? Do you yeah, remember the spiel? Go well, um, we have a certain way in which we do things <laughs> rating-wise anyway. on this, on this yeah. podcast. There was a time once. It's very strict, and, and it can't be really diverted from, <laughs> but... Uh, you, I, I've listened. I've listened to him. I know exactly what you're talking about. But you, as the guest, you could do whatever you want. You could do thumbs up, thumbs down. You could do A, B, C, D, F. You know, I'll, you could I'll do give it four and a quarter thumbs up. Four and a quarter thumbs up out of out of five. Out of five thumbs. Right. Out of five thumbs. 
whose thumbs are you borrowing and whose are you like chopping? Well, since yeah, okay, that, that's a good question. I guess you only used one, so I use one of yours thumbs. and then one and a quarter of yours. I okay, guess. Okay, okay. So fair. you you won't. Yeah, yeah. I flail, so sometimes I get. Yeah. <laughs> I take it. Uh, I thought it was good. Good. Thank you. Um, it still slightly confuses my brain, and like I always say, Connor, you you throw some styles together and make them unusual i usually like that and it's not that i didn't like it i just didn't figure it out yet i'm enjoying beer tonight good good i'm glad to hear that yeah all the fl- all the flavors that it said i would get though i, I got all those flavors and that's good so when it was what it said it was it was what it said it was key lime cinnamon vanilla graham cracker all that's there and then some uh some hoppiness to key, go with that key lime pie one of your favorite pies uh i don't know if i've ever had key lime pie what i've had key lime pie yogurt I've had key lime pie beer, but I don't think I've ever had key lime pie. How do you guys feel about cheesecakes? Love them. Me too. Big fan. All yeah. in on them. They're good. Yeah. I, well, I think it can be overdone sometimes with the with the cheese, the cream cheese. A little but, bit, yeah. But. Wait. Key lime pie What cheesecake. do you mean by that? I think, I, I don't know. I don't know because what I mean by that. that's what it I is. I know. It's what it is, but there's just, and, and, and maybe it needs to. I don't Ooh, this like one smells good. I don't like the mushiness that much. I would like it to be cold almost frozen. Can I ask you this, Chris? Two. Yep. Beer two, by the way, is the forever casual. That's four F O U R ever casual. It was for the four year anniversary of Casual Pint, brewed by Cross Strain. Oh. Um We love them. There's a have four, you guys ever been to Casual Pint? I'm here. sure you have. Yep. That's, that's the one right spot. across from Westside, right? Yep. Okay. Neat little shopping area over there, too. It's made yeah. out of Casual Pint logos on the can. Oh, cool. Yeah. Collabs. We love collabs. It's a hazy IPA, Connor. Be careful. Hopped with Waimea, Cashmere, Lotus, and Sultana hops. I could deal with it every once in a while. Okay. And and five and a third ounces? I know. I Well, I think I, I think got you a got less. less. Yeah. But I was the first. got to open the next one. Okay. Um, Chris. Connor has maintained that every dessert is better with ice cream, and that includes cheesecake. Yes. I, every seems strong off the face, but I do think that, yeah, I think that's right. Do you agree? I think I'm going to have to agree. Yeah. I think I do. I mean, you think yeah. about it. like a little dollop? Like, yeah, get like a nice hot brownie, hot fudge, you know, put a You know what the worst thing is? There. Good. Cool Whip. Or, or whipped cream. Get it out. It has no place in this world at all. What Why, about- Connor? Why do, are you so opposed to Because it's like a way worse cream. version of ice cream. But it's so fluffy and yeah, fl- delicious. The, the fluffiness is the worst part. It's nothing. How do you eat pumpkin pie, though? That's a good question. It's a little bit of ice cream. <laughs> oh. See <laughs> no, no, the now, I, now I now I want to try it. It's frozen. It's 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 cold to the point where it's it's a little difficult to to drive through. You know your pumpkin pie. Yeah, you want that in yeah, a pumpkin pie. I want pie. it cold. Yeah, I want it cold. Huh. Mm-hmm. See everything. I don't like warm pies. Everything you're saying is the opposite of what I want. Oh, I'm shocked. Uh, yeah, yeah. Who to thunk? Um, <laughs> we have differing opinions on desserts. <laughs> I I think almost every dessert, not that ice cream, like, I agree. A warm brownie with ice cream, great. Uh, you know, cake, pie, great. 
But in many instances, whipped cream is going to do the job I want done better because it's not going to be so thick. What's it's not going to be you so want dense. Done? I want to add creaminess. Uh, I want to add a little, a little lightness to something that is otherwise dense. To, to kind of even that out in I, my mouth. See, I actually think whipped cream has the opposite effect. Like, I think when I whipped cream, just it it almost covers up the entire rest of the thing. Ideally, yeah. So, like, if I have yeah, so if I have some whipped cream, my whole mouth is coated in whipped cream, and I can't do that. I can't even function. I can't even do anything else. It's just all it's all whipped cream, and it's all just in there, and I can't even find the rest of what I'm looking for. It's just a little, just a a little bit. A little bit. That's all you need if you're having any at all, which you preferably won't. What about flavored whipped cream? Like if you do a chocolate, because they, they, those are out there, right? It seems seems like a bad idea, but I That's don't kinda, know. Kinda what I kind of what I can't was thinking. speak to it. Yeah, I make a delicious cinnamon whipped cream. Mm. Goes great on an apple crisp, apple cobbler. Ooh. Now you know it would be really good. Are you going to say ice cream? Yes. Mm. But see. Apple crisp ice cream? So is it, yes. is it always vanilla ice cream or is it It's different? usually vanilla you ice cream. You strike me as a vanilla ice cream man. It's usually vanilla ice cream, yeah. Okay. So I'm going to run an idea by you and you're going to hate it. I like chocolate ice cream. I'm not racist. What about strawberry? <laughs> That's good too, but you know, it's less places in the, in the world. Not in Washington anymore. <laughs> um... Cleveland those either. are those are oranges. <laughs> uh, so, peach. I have this idea <laughs> to start a business. Uh, oh, do you? Oh, okay, perfect. Yeah. We're we're here. We're at this moment in the pod. Well, it seems it great. seems fitting as we are having this ice cream versus whipped cream debate. I'll tell you what's right and what's wrong. Well, I know what you're going to say about this. Because I know where how you feel about ice cream versus whipped cream. Mm-hmm. One of our ideas. So the idea is to take this old Winnebago camper, convert it into a dessert food truck. Uh, but but one of our, our, our ideas for, for a dish is to make these homemade waffle cones on site and then and then fill them with various flavors and toppings and things of that nature. So for example, you might have a strawberry shortcake stuffed waffle cone with uh, chopped up pieces of angel food and and strawberries and and whipped cream just kind of layered inside your waffle cone um now traditionally connor a a waffle cone would be used for ice cream yeah but but my thought here is to to basically exchange that out for these various whipped cream based desserts there's just got to be a it's a texture thing i think there's just got to be a thickness to it there's got to be some. There's got to be some heft. You've had my whipped cream, sitting on top of cupcakes. Yeah, there's a lot. There's too much of it. You put too much whipped cream on your cupcakes. More cupcake, less whipped cream. It doesn't have to be fifty-fifty, Mark. It's pretty though when it is. It's definitely beautiful. Yeah. And there's a reason why people are doing. People around here are doing the the bottom part of the cupcake off and then putting it on top for the sandwich. The cupcake sandwich. What's the reason for it's that? It's because they can't handle all the whipped cream on the top. Well, you're getting the same amount of whipped it's, cream. Yeah, but it's disgusting to eat, and it's a texture thing. This is what I'm saying. So if it were in, if it were in a cone, and you're eating it more with a spoon, that's better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's some. Okay. Do you, are okay. you agreeing with this? 
Or are you just shaking your head? Yeah, initial thoughts, Chris. I, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to... Critique I'm, the idea. I'm where, am to, I, where are you at? trying to visualize this. I think this sounds good. I, I think... Good. I'm just trying to figure out, like, where would be the perfect place to have this. Like, would you do... Is this a summer thing? Because then maybe it yeah. melts a little bit. Uh, Obviously, right, you don't want right. it in the winter because it's cold. So, yeah. Uh, so, I think I'm, thinking, I'm you down know, with Farmers this. markets and craft shows and... Set up outside breweries and, and things of that nature. Heck yeah, that sounds awesome. Okay, okay. You're not as out on that as I thought, Connor. No, I'm not. Cool, mm-hmm. not out on it at all. Cool, I'm cool. I'm down, and I can't wait to have you have a have to try it. That's gonna be awesome. Do you think uh, that you'll have ice cream available? No, no, I don't. <laughs> Are you just against ice cream? I'm not. It just doesn't fit into the business plan at this point. You ice creams you require freezers. Ice cream? Oh yeah. Well, and that's part of it too. I would have to. It would have to be homemade ice cream. Oh well, I'm not against that. Which do you make ice cream? I never have. I okay. never have. That's also another big component here. I think. My i I have had homemade ice cream a lot. I've just never personally made it. I don't see the need. I feel like you're out on ice cream for the wrong reasons. I'm not out on ice cream. Okay, that's good. I think you need to reconsider your business. <laughs> I like <laughs> before it's you, you just want me to be ice cream. Yeah, yeah. Just, just just be Dairy Queen. Just, yeah, come on. Just go be Dairy Queen. Be the Ding Ding Man. <laughs> <laughs> it's way better. All this craft waffle cone shit. I can charge a lot more for that than I can if I'm the Ding Ding Man. Yeah, you. Yeah, you definitely could. Yeah. <laughs> has there been a craft? craft ding, has there been a craft shit. Ding Ding Man yet? Like, what would that even look like? Would it just be the SpongeBob with the two gumball eyes? Yeah, but it's organic. But it's it's organic, and like he has hair or something. Like I don't know. <laughs> he has hair. Or like the the driver, the the Ding Ding Man driver is like a hipster with a beard, got a nicely curled mustache. <laughs> yeah, and and then they charge two bucks a piece instead of fifty cents. I don't know. Maybe they were charging two bucks. He's using locally sourced ingredients. Yeah. yeah. Locally sourced snow cones. <laughs> we, we harvested the water from the plat. What was your Ding Ding Man go-to? Oh, well, one, I grew up in Panama, Nebraska, so we didn't have the Ding Ding Man. You didn't get the Ding Ding Man. But uh, you know those like strawberry shortcake ones? <sighs> yeah, the ones with the like the pink, it's the pink weird, inside. weird like pebbles on the yeah. outside. Yeah, uh, okay, those. yeah. Those are good. I get those from the store sometimes. Yeah. Those mine, are good. Mine probably would have been either the, and we didn't, get them all that often but bomb pops those are always good because mm-hmm. they always have like different kinds gotta have the bomb pops so it'd be i think there was one that was like grape lime and orange oh. that was interesting um and it's then like the, the thunder punch version of yeah, a bomb pop okay. <laughs> exactly and then the other one was the ninja turtles ice cream one that had like nice. the gumball eyes oh yeah of course that, that was always a go-to i feel like the snow cone craze really hit and there was a moment there where all my friends were getting snow cones from the Ding Ding Man. Yes, he was doing snow cones. Yes, huh? And 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 you know, I'm I might have fallen into the trap. I might have I I might have joined the craze for a moment. I didn't join Pokemon Go and some of the other fads that, but I did join the snow cone craze. I can tell you that the snow cone phase alive and well because one of the the ding ding men that drives around oh. our hood in West Omaha it is all like snow cones shaped really? ice. Yes. So not a phase, maybe. It's coming back. Hmm. Interesting. 
I don't feel bad. I don't feel as bad about this anymore. You were just ahead of the time. But in my in my heart of hearts, I always liked the bomb pops better. Trendsetter. Hot take. Out on popsicles. Wow. Ooh. Does nothing for me. Man, so hard to eat. I just want to chomp in there, but teeth can't handle that. I think you're out on ice. Look at you. You like desserts. <laughs> it has to be whipped. You like finally. You like hot drinks, such as coffee or tea. Uh huh. Yeah, cider, cocoa. I don't think you like. I don't think you like the cold in drinks. Mm, but I do like the cold in weather. You do, which is which weird. is maybe why I don't like the cold in other things. Yeah. These are all these are all tied together. I, I think. like external cold, not internal cold. What's a cold thing you like? Ice cream. You don't like ice cream. You're out on ice cream. We've established that. Roll the tape. Go back. <laughs> Check the tapes. <laughs> Got the receipts. Sometimes I eat an ego without toasting it. Oh, that's surprising. <laughs> Interesting. That's, that's, not the, that's not the reaction I thought that was going to get. Psychotic. <laughs> was that more in line? It's also psychotic. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, it's impatient, is what it is. That too. Yeah. I went to Costco over the weekend. Nice. Yeah. Fun story. I have never been to a Costco. It's kind of wild like, in I there. I feel man. like I'm missing out. I hear stories. I see the pictures. I don't know. I. It's it's probably less than it's cracked up to be, but you really do feel it's the it's the membership part of it. You really do feel like included when you go in there. You really, it, you know, you could tell your Costco story to everybody, and everybody just relates to it. So do they except have Chris. like yeah? Except me, I have no clue. Do but they, do but they... somebody's come up to you and said, "Oh, I went to Costco the other day, and I got this and this." That's happened. Oh yes, yes. See, I just always wonder: do they like have like bouncers on the outside, like checking your cards, like scan it under the blue light to make sure you're legit? It's a, uh, I think it's a, it's an un- unwritten rule. Kind of an that honor you system. just you have your card out when you walk in. You flash your card. Kind of like Sam's Club. Back, they don't back check in the day. Okay. They don't check though. Okay, but you do have to have it to check out. Yes. Um, that's a good question. I don't think. Uh, yes, actually, yes. Okay. Yeah, you have to have a card. Sure. Does it have to be you? Hmm. 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 I don't know. Well, I think normally your picture would be on it. Your picture but, is very small and on the back. Oh, and on the back. Yes. I thought someone told me that normally there would be a picture, but they weren't doing it right now because of COVID. Because I took a picture. Okay. I took a picture on Saturday. Mask off. Mask off. Wow. Super spreader. Mm-hmm. Got co- got everybody COVID at Costco. They got some pretty good stuff there. It's all. I mean, it's it's a major deal though. It's a lot of stuff going on. I'm interested in the electronics. I might buy a TV. At some point, oh, it's not just food. Oh no, it's everything. Oh, but it's whoa, liquor, cheap liquor. I knew they they do beer and liquor there. I knew mm-hmm. that, but I didn't know about Wine. the other stuff. Yeah, okay, yeah, all the alcohols. What I don't want to do is, I, I I went through and probably get a lot of whipped cream. I would guess. Oh, yeah, there's tons of whipped cream. Big old tub. Oh, well, look, I don't need them. You to, have a tub of whipped. I, I don't cream need them you? to make my whipped cream. I need whipping cream that I can whip. Into whipped cream myself. How do you feel about Cool Whip? Um, I, I used to like it until I discovered homemade whipped cream. Gotcha. And now I respect. That. I don't like it. I have no respect for Cool Whip. Thank you. Yeah. Get out of here. Hydrogenated oil. Blech. I thought the meat selection was like okay. 
And yeah, I don't want to buy four steaks. If, if I was a big family, like maybe I would buy five steaks at once, mm-hmm. but that's just not what I was looking mm-hmm. for. Um, but I do want to buy a lot of frozen stuff, and that's where I was. That's where I was making my money. I think that's, that's where th- that's you and I were talking about that because I I've considered it, but we're just a family of three. You know, I I was talking to my dad. He went and saw pomegranate, so he grabbed a pomegranate and went to check out. And the lady's like, "Oh, you can't just buy." a pomegranate oh really you can't you have to buy the box of pomegranates oh. so we went back and got a box <laughs> of pomegranates yeah yeah the apples come in those the the, the plastic things they're coming like 12 apples yeah there's you, so you can't many. just buy a apple no hmm. I, I don't have much use for that i think that's brilliant actually <laughs> from there from their end from the oh, consumer from there, maybe yeah. not but yeah. i did get some free pomegranates out of it that worked out for you. And then I turned those into a pomegranate consumer. molasses, and I turned those into cookies. Oh, man. It's a good deal. Big, massive bags of chips. Um, dips, you know? But it's always the same. I feel like it, anytime you go, like that bitchin' sauce that you took a picture of, yeah. there will always be that bitchin' sauce there. Yeah. There will never be something else in that spot. And and it's just, it does. there doesn't seem to be enough stuff for that to be the case. Uh, so There's like a, a cubic not a yard selection. of bitchin' sauce instead of just like one single facing. You've got this whole big area with bitchin' sauce. I just want there to be more. More selection. Yeah, it's not, not, that's not your place for you then. Not the place for you. Do you want options of how many? If, I want like, lots of if, options. If there was six versions of bitchin sauce yeah you want to see all the all the I versions do. and yeah. you want to get the cheapest one. i want all of those almond based dips right yeah no that's not uh that's that's not you what, got the bitchin sauce that's what's going on at costco yeah i got the bitchin sauce what'd you think of it really it's really good i've had it before oh you had yeah what do you what do you use it with chips just tortilla, chips. tortilla chips yeah my huge bag of organic tortilla chips mm. i don't know they didn't have to be organic but I saw the big bag of chips and I got them. Organic free range tortilla chips. <laughs> yeah, they didn't feed the chips any uh, any any growth hormones <laughs> or uh, anything. It was really nice. I really appreciated that. I could taste it. Ethical treatment. Yeah. That's good. I'm glad this beer wasn't that good. Tell me more, Connor. Ah, uh, I don't know. Is this the first time you have been opposed to a cross strain IPA? Maybe. Um, maybe. What was it called again? Forever Casual. What was it described as? A hazy India pale ale brewed with like five different kinds of hops. Oh, only four. I just think we could go we could go the wrong direction on the hazy IPAs. Like I need to have I need to have some balance in there. And I feel like we've floated to the you know, hazy, whatever. I don't know how to describe it. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do. It seems a little busy. I I, I like it. I'd probably give it maybe a four thumbs or, mm-hmm. you know, just under that. But it's juicy, which is good. I like those that style, like a juicier kind of New England IPA. But I don't know. It's just like combination is a little too bitter with that. I don't I don't know. I like thought you, it was a little bitter and a little astringent. Yeah, you, you expect. What's that? What's that? The word that came to mind when I was drinking it, astringent. What does it mean, though? You don't even know what it means, and you said it. Yeah, 
This means like a little, do that a, lot. a little harsh, right? A little harsh taste, sort of. Causing the contraction of skin cells and other <laughs> body tissues. Well, that was the harsh way to do it. Or yeah. slightly acidic or bitter. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah, okay. That's the one. <laughs> Definition <laughs> number two. You expect, I mean, just I figured it'd be a little more tropical tasting. You know, you yeah. get some of those, yeah. like your your mangoes, um, you know, whatever it is. You and know, it, peach, it mango. That, yeah, you know? it kind of does, but then there's just a little bit extra on top of it, and it just kind of... There's a lot going on. Busy is a good word for it. I mean, it. I definitely I have enjoyed that four-pack. That's the last one I think I have, but yeah, it's... A four-pack of Forever Casual brewed with four different hops. Wow. I gave it four... <laughs> four thumbs? Four thumbs. <laughs> Out of five thumbs. Yes. Okay. Maybe if they'd use five hops. Oh, yeah. We got to do the next beer. I got this. Uh, so, I have been noting to Mark... Three. About this beer... Um, I've been remarking to Mark about this beer for for a while now. It's called Story Time. Who brews it? Um, I don't know if you ever heard of them. Cross Strain. Nice. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So kind of an interesting little operation they got going over there. Uh, but I went in a couple months ago. It's very full. That's a very full. I'm growler. in big trouble. <laughs> How do you think I'm gonna? <laughs> do you want to pause? <laughs> go do it over the sink. Do you? Should I just like rip the bandaid and just like go? Uh, as long as you've got those napkins in place. This is the best. Ah, thing. I did oh, it! I was so anticlimactic. I I'm was, back. It's like this is the best thing I've seen in the last week, and it really wasn't. You're gonna need more than that, though. I'm back. I thought that was gonna be the pour that came streaming out onto his laptop. Hell yeah. So, um, need to find the brand new radio board. That's what the the issue was. <laughs> I I had this beer. The old one's sitting back there. We can just go pour over it. That's true. A while ago, and um, then I had a couple more. I was at Cross Strain for the afternoon, and then I had a couple more there, and then I decided I liked it so much that I would get a uh, a two crowlers to go. And then I drank both of those crawlers and decided to go back the same night and get more crawlers. How many, how many beers in are you at this a point? A lot. I had some help driving and drinking, by the way. In that order? Yeah. I, I was I was fine. I, I, was, <laughs> I don't doubt it. I, I was fine. Because this beer is sub 5%, so I'm sure. I was fine. Yeah, I, I had a lot of beers. And so that was my that was my one experience with it. That was my lasting memory. And then... So you haven't had it since that day? I went back in to Cross Strain last Friday. Okay. So this is about a month, month and a half later, something like that. Last Friday, and I was like, all right, I know this might shatter my dreams, but I'm going to try this beer again. Maybe I was just having a great day. And it's fucking great. <laughs> it's still great. It's still incredible. I love this beer. I'm happy. I for made you. sure to tell the bartenders I was like, never ever get rid of this beer ever. And, <laughs> and they said this is our last keg. We're they, never brewing it again. Like I was, I was getting kind of drunk at at Cross Trade, and I just kept on going back. I'm like, dude, like this beer is so good. Because the first time I went up, I was like, what do you think? You know, what do, what, do you, what do you, are, how have people received story time? It's like, oh yeah, pretty good. Pretty, you know, pretty good. Um, I think people have kind of liked it. I'm like, oh, interesting. Oh, that's fun. See you later. <laughs> and then the next time I'm like, dude, if you ever get rid of this, I'm going to fucking kill you. You know? Like, so that's basically where it ended up. 
Oh, this is wild. This is a. I was not expecting that at all. Nobody is. Oh man, <laughs> it's like when you have a black IPA and you're just like, oh. Uh, no. that's see. I love black IPAs and I love this. This is great. It's confusing his tongue. It's I very confusing. That. I understand that. It's a confusing beer. Mark saw the look on my face. Yeah. When I had the first yeah. sip. I was just like, Ooh. yeah. You don't. Ooh. You you do not see it coming. I saw it described on the menu as a lager. Um, and, and they said all these words, and in there somewhere was the word coffee. And I'm like, oh, I, I, I like coffee beers, or think you know maybe I'll have a hint of coffee. And then I, and then he pours it in, and it's, it looks like a lager. It is just, it's very golden. It is just golden and see through, and it looks like it'll taste. It's four point eight percent. Looks like it'll taste completely normal for whatever you think that is. And then it's just a coffee beer. It's it's all coffee. Yeah, there's a little bit of vanilla in it, just a little yeah. bit. But yeah, it's like even on the smell, you're just kind of like, huh? I don't know. It's got like it's it smells roasty a little bit, which some lagers kind of can do that, I suppose. Well, you it's know, a little flatter too. It, it it shouldn't. It, it's a little flatter than what it was on Friday. So. Okay, for sure. But yeah, it's it's good. That's that's a nice that's a nice beer. Have you talked to them about how it's brewed or anything like that? No, I didn't get that because I don't really know what I would be hearing if he explained that to me. Yes, you would. How many? We've been over this. You've been on a billion brewery tours. Mm-hmm. You know how to brew beer. Yeah, but I don't know the t- I don't know the technical like I know the things that go into beer, huh. but I don't know the process. So what I was wondering, given its color. Is, is if they use actual coffee, because I would expect that to import color upon the beer. Oh, yeah, I did actually ask about this. They got real dudes, they're, they're, they're grinding up coffee beans, or they're, uh, you know, separating c- coffee beans, whatever. Yeah. It says the, the description, a coffee and vanilla light lager brewed with locally sourced stories Costa Rican coffee and real bourbon vanilla bean added to the brew. Mm. What stories, coffee? That must be the the brand, because it's in, it's capitalized. Stories Coffee Company in Omaha. There you go. I gotta get I gotta get the coffee roaster people on. Oh yeah, we gotta get Vince. Vince and his wife, Sam. But I brought it in to Mark after the first experience I had with it, and I was like, Mark, when you go to Omaha again, you need to try this beer because I think you'll really like it. Yeah. And as luck would would have it. I was in Omaha buying a rug. The next day. Yeah. And um, I received a text, and it was... I received an email. I had story time. It was fine. (laughs) And I had a a temper tantrum. (laughs) I started throwing stuff everywhere. I'm I'm, I'm not passionate about a lot of things, but this 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 beer beer being good is one of them. It's not often you go out on a limb no, on a beer either. Never. Yeah. Um, I want to show this beer to everyone I know and say, try this beer, and then look at them intently. <laughs> you better like it or else. Yeah. It's yeah. It's one of those. It's, how I, it's how I watch every single person who eats one of my cupcakes. Mm-hmm. Tell me. Tell me in great detail what you think. Uh, it's hitting better tonight huh. than it did that night. The, the, I, the first time I drank it, it was while we were decorating the Christmas tree. Which is a process I hate. So I, a little uh, bit of that might have been seeping into you know what I hate? my tongue. I hate sitting on the floor. Yeah. Sitting on the floor, I, I just know. am so uncomfortable. Uh, 
So if I have to sit on the Why floor. Why did those words come out of your I, mouth? Well, I've been sitting on the floor. You, you mentioned putting up the Christmas tree. Okay. You sit on the floor probably by part of the, putting up the Christmas tree. I don't. You know, okay. you're putting ornaments on or something like that, you know, whatever. I just bend over. You're, But I've been sitting on the floor a lot lately because I've been building a lot of shit. Mm. Screwing yeah. in stuff. Yeah. I hate sitting on the floor. It's very uncomfortable. Sorry, go ahead. I just went to my daughter's first basketball game. Had to sit on the floor. What the hell? How'd it feel? Bad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, bring I a scoffed chair next at your, time. Your, your initial feelings. Legs dangling out over the court. Oh, and then you don't know what to do. You don't know what to do with your legs. Your legs fall asleep after a while, and uh-huh. you go crisscross applesauce. That's weird. And then you, I don't, you lay on your chest. What do you do? You lean back on your wrists. Yeah. Lean forward and put more pressure on your legs. It's very peculiar. Yeah. I feel strongly about this. All right, tell me about about this beer some more. <laughs> How much you guys like it? Tell me. Tell me. It, it's it, Maybe it's just coming off the, the others, but it, it's such a contrast from those. It's, it's lighter. It's not – well, it's differently bitter. It's coffee bitter instead yeah. of coffee bitter. I didn't. I was wondering if I would need. Well, I figured with just from appearance, I was like, "Oh, it's a lager. I don't need to. I don't need like a drink of water or right. anything." And even after having it, it, you know, even though it's kind of roasty, because if we'd gone straight to like a stout or something that I knew would have a lot of coffee in it, then yeah, definitely would have gone to the water. But this this works. You know, don't really need it. I think it it is a nice bridge, as you as you mentioned. I feel like my problem with it is I don't know in what situation I want it. You know, in what situation would I rather have this than, than just like a regular than, lager? Than a, either a regular lager or a coffee stout. Why? Why am I drinking this, which is um, a heavier version of a lager or a much lighter version of a stout, instead of going full in either direction? Well, have you ever heard of sessions before, Mark? You can get sessionable coffee stouts. They don't have to be Bourbon County. You know, most of them are, but they don't have to be uh, hard to find. I disagree. You find, I mean, this is easier to find. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> that's fair. I don't know. Why do you drink any beer? Cause it's good. That's, that's all. That's all I need. I'm not drinking beer based on which style. Well, I just, it's all experiential. I don't disagree with that. Red, in general. Red Cross wants me to give blood. Ugh. I said, no way, man. Oh, cross. I, I've got a story about that. Oh, oh this, <laughs> unexpected. Go ahead. Hang on, let me, let me answer, and we'll talk. Let you tell them. Okay. Oh, yeah, we could do that. Like the tires. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a, a recording. Hello. Hello. This is your American Red Cross calling in partnership with the NFL to remind you about your chance to win an exciting Super Bowl 56 getaway. Oh, I wasn't to expecting this. To an appointment to give blood, please press 2 now. To thank you for helping <laughs> to address the critical needs. They totally skipped over the whole giveaway thing. They're like, we're doing a giveaway. You want to give blood? Are the two connected at all? Every time they've had a giveaway, even if it's just like, come get a free shirt. You know, it's between now and February 22nd. So I go on to schedule that thing, and they're all booked in the entire town until March. Dang. I've never gotten a thing for giving blood. Dang. I know. What's the point? I, you oh, only do good things half the, the population ever. can use my blood? No. Get out of here. You got the universal... Uh... I got the halfway universal one. 
but not the fully universal one. Gotcha. I forget which is which, but I've got the half one. Congrats, dude. No. They call me all the time. What's your uh, What's your Red Cross story? Okay, so I, I took a trip. I went to Dominican Republic about a year and a half ago, I guess November of 2019. And so I would I was giving blood pretty regularly, like every four months. I was doing the double red donation. Mm, yeah. So just once the every four. Red. Yeah, the power red. So once every four months. So went there. They have a travel deferment. If you've been there, you can't give for like a year. So, okay, that ended in November. So I scheduled an appointment first part of December to go give blood. Gave blood. Was not, you know, they, they want you to, you know, eat a lot and be ready, which I, I'd done a good job of. But I think since the last time I'd given blood, I, I'd probably weigh about 20, 30 pounds less sure. and changed, you know, lifestyles quite a bit with that. So I got back home, was watching a movie with my wife, and I got up to, to go to the bathroom. And so I was just in the bathroom, and all of a sudden I just felt incredibly lightheaded. Oh, no. And just passed out, and like I hit my hit my eye like on the countertop oh, no. in the bathroom, and had to go get like eight stitches. Oh, <laughs> dang! That night. So, How long after giving blood was this? This was like a few hours, I, wow. I would say, because like I went, I ate some food in the canteen, uh-huh. did the thing, like drove home, was fine, had supper. I think it was like a big meal, like a pasta meal, all that. Mm-hmm. You know, was drinking water, everything, and so just you know, sometimes when you get up and you feel like you got up a little too fast, sure. you get a little little dizzy sort of and so i felt fine just got to the bathroom and all of a sudden it just just started to feel that all at yeah, once i'm just like yeah. oh this isn't gonna end well and then just passed out so my wife heard the commotion and had to go get uh, eight stitches that is about nine o'clock on a i like got a tuesday night so dang yeah delayed, we're delayed delayed passing out yeah and it was it was pretty rough you probably thought you were in the clear like, yeah i'm not gonna pass out now oh, i know if i was feeling good Felt felt great. I mean, I've gone back to work a few times after giving blood, like over the lunch hour or something, you know. And yeah, it was just it was it was surprising. It was surprising, but we're good now, and you can you can barely see it. It's just over my my left left eyebrow. (laughs) A little bit there, yeah, yeah. You know, face for face for radio. That's that's how it is always. So, what what'd your head actually hit? The edge of the toilet? Edge of the countertop by the sink. So it was it was fortunate. I could have hit you know hit a little bit lower. Could have you know hit right on the eyeball. Could have hit the mouth, yeah, could nose, be something a lot worse, you know. Okay, so this was while you were relieving yourself. It was. Did you wake up on your own and, and get yourself proper, or or did people have to come in and and, and find you, or or you, had, you passed out with your pants down, essentially? Did not. I had I had finished and was just like, okay, I'm gonna have to. Oh, okay. We're gonna have to wrap okay. this up. Okay. Okay. Maybe try and lie down on the floor because I could feel things. Just mm. like was not feeling great, okay. and then I just had done that. And the next thing I know, I'm on the floor. Like I do remember, kind of falling down. And then my wife came in and was just like, "What? What the hell? <laughs> what? What the hell just happened here?" So you are done with the process of of using the restroom. Uh, yes. These yes, are the was. important details in yes. the story. Yeah, it was good. There was no soiling of oneself. Okay. okay. Anything of those. Uh, just blood everywhere. Just blood everywhere. Okay. And well, so, that's fine. yeah, and so I got up. I could see a little bit of blood. I was like, oh, okay, we'll just, we'll dabble this up. And I was like, I think you need to go get stitches. This looks pretty bad. And so I was like, no, nah, no, nah, it's fine. So I, you know, kind of dabbed up, whatever. And then finally got up to the mirror and look and just this big gash. I'm like, okay, yeah, you need to take me. You need to take me right now. Yep. <laughs> I feel like I would be bad at knowing when something needs stitches. See, I, I had gone the first 30, 
three-ish years of my life without uh-huh. having to get stitches. And then I fell on some ice outside my apartment complex a number of years ago and had to get some stitches on my, my left elbow because I had opened up a nice little gash. Yeah. And so that one bled a lot. Like, I could not get that to stop bleeding. Like, it was bleeding through my, my hooded sweatshirt and everything. Dang. Like, I could see it by the time I got up to my apartment because I didn't really know that it was bleeding at that point. But so that was bad. This one, it had stopped bleeding, but it was a, I mean, like it was a nice sized gash. Yeah, like it was, yeah. it was pretty rough looking. So hmm. never had stitches still. I haven't either, but I'm sure I should have at least once. Same. Yeah. I've never really been, really been like injured or anything like Except that. Except for the time you got hit in the throat with a baseball. That was it. Oh yeah. That was it. When was that? Uh, high school. Threw a pitch and the dude smoked it right back up the middle and smashed me in the throat. That's why he sounds like that now. Yeah, just imagine how great I would sound if I didn't have that. <laughs> but uh, I was like you with the whole "where does it hit" thing. You know, we go we go a little bit lower where we go a little bit higher. My teeth are all fucked up. We go a little bit lower, probably it, explodes heart my heart. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, actually so. I think the last time I was in here to do this show with you guys. I went off and played softball after that. That's right. I remember that. And so um, did not play this last year, but the end of the previous fall season, so fall of 2019, I was pitching, and there was a guy that just smoked one, like, right back at my face. I never pitched in softball for that reason. And so I don't even – and I don't like to pitch. I like to play outfield, you know, run around, all that stuff. But Big run guy. Big run guy. Didn't know (laughs) – yeah. Keeping track at home. (laughs) Just in case. Didn't know. Um, So – just got one smoked back at me. I caught it, but it just, that rattled me. Like, I've had some comebackers before, and it's fine. Like, usually you're doing slow pitch, you can kind of square around and do that. But this one was just like, everybody was just like, how did you catch that? I'm mm-hmm. almost or scared. how did you not wear that? And so since then, I'm just like, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm almost scared to hit in softball for that reason. Yeah. Because, like, I've been hit before, and I know that, that it's just bad, and it's not a situation that you want to be in. That, I, I like, I guess you can control it enough and you can, but you just you think about it in the back of your mind. It's you like, can. I don't want to kill this guy. You can. Not everybody can. Right. Yeah, that's true. I remember growing up, I, I pitched, uh, you know, baseball too. And so I remember, uh, I can't remember what year it was. I think it was like 99 NCAA tournament maybe is the one before. Maybe it was 2000 before Nebraska made the College World Series. I think Shane Komene got hit in the face. Oh, really? With a line oh. drive during during regional play, I want to say. No, I think I say. remember that. Was it in the face or like off the head? One of the two. I think they were maybe playing at Stanford, I want to say. Yeah, I think I remember Something that. like that. It was, it was an, I think it was NCAA play, but I just remember seeing that highlight, and that kind of freaked me out. So I didn't really pitch from that point on. No, I, don't, I would never want to pitch in softball, that's for sure. And baseball, I had to go. Like, I, I didn't get over it. Like, I had three more years of competitive baseball to play at that point, and I didn't get over it really fully ever, you know, but – you you just move on, I suppose. That's it. I found a, an article from the Honolulu Star Bulletin about Shane Komine that says, Broken jaw, unbroken oh. spirit. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> what a great job by the yeah. Honolulu. What? Honolulu Honolulu's what? Star Bulletin. Of course. What year was that? Uh, the article was written in 01, so it was before that broken i guess jaw, unbroken spirit oh, yeah kudos to that that <laughs> headline really right. great ah dang i wish this beer was better 
tonight. Cause there's, there's more if you want to finish it off, by the way. You want me to? Yeah, well, somebody, I'm clearly somebody the guy should. who likes it. Yeah. It's, I'm, I'm sticking with my, it's fine. It, it is a good beer. I'll kill you. I don't think it's one that I would seek out. But if you hand it to me, I'll be happy. See, that's the thing. I went back in there, and you know what? I actually had um, at first, because I, I just I kind of assumed in my head that they didn't have it anymore. Sure. Kind of just thought I mean, that was that was Thanksgiving. When you, yeah, when I just you kind of figured it'd be a one-off. Yeah. And uh, I went back in there. I'm sure it was a one-off. And I didn't get that far down the line until I saw that they were doing a Cezanne. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, that was really yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah, that was fantastic. Was it like the 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 four twenty five nine twenty eight okay eight ninety seven something like I think it's okay. eight ninety seven numbers. I have it on numbers. my untapped. Um, but yeah, I had that at first, and like I said, fantastic. And then I just wanted to see what what else they had, and I was like, wow, they still have story time. I remember that. I remember I had that one great night. It was like I don't know. It was like a one that night one stand. Night. Yeah, it was like man, that was a great time. What would it be like if I tried that again? Still you great. You make everything alright. Exactly. It's good. I would. Um. I think I'm kind of an, on your train of thought with it, Mark. I would say like. Cezanne, de- eight average to decent. You know, somewhere around mm-hmm. there. It, it's good. I mean, it's it's still pretty clean. It's and it's unique. I appreciate yeah. uniqueness always. I like trying new things. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I think majority of people that are into craft beer like I don't want to guilt you things. into it if you don't like it you it's fine it's not bad like I have nothing I, bad to say about it I just don't yeah. know what to do with it I drank it I didn't pour it out drank it I did that <laughs> now what <laughs> what do you want it to do come out your come out your eyes for God's sake! That would be unique, Connor. Not that would be an experience not all over the new board come on man <laughs> company line here it's true well for the third or I mean fourth are we done this no. is great if if we, like this is uh, this has been the best podcast ever. If we finish this beer and we we stop, I mean, if we're out of beer, we're out of talking. So, but but we're, we we have one more beer. I know, but but finish that beer. Yeah, it's gone. Don't worry. I'm excited about this. Chris, you're a big Bourbon County guy. I am. So since since the last time you came on this podcast, I was in Chicago. That was right before coronavirus happened. It was like the weekend before. I always, I always mention this. Where I was, in I know Chicago. you got to go to Chicago. I didn't get to go to Chicago. I know. I was in Chicago and I found myself at uh, at uh, Goose Island and sat there for a while and didn't really realize what was. You know, I just am. I'm just oblivious to a whole bunch of stuff. Like I didn't realize that. I knew that they had Bourbon County, but I thought it was going to be like an on tap situation. I guess I just didn't realize that. There was like a whole separate menu of of all bourbon these... counties. Yes, gotcha. Um, it is impressive that they have the stock to maintain this whole menu of bourbon counties. That mm-hmm. that it's not just wiped out by by beer seekers. I don't know when exactly it happened, but I think obviously a big part of that having the the stock and the inventory obviously when they were purchased by InBev. Yeah. But so like when they first started, I think was it like two thousand seven or eight they started making the Bourbon County series. So it'd be interesting to know what the inventories were like back then. I mean, I've had some from back then. You know, friends have had them stashed and whatnot. But sure. it's, it's was clearly not the big thing that it, that it is now. At least yeah. you can. Find they didn't it know what they had. If right. anybody yeah. listening is sitting on some of those. 10 plus year old bourbon counties we'd love to try them 
The one, the white Look whale. The yeah. whitest of the whales. I want to get the 2010 rare that was aged in Pappy Van Winkle barrels. Oh, I'm Ooh. pretty sure. And, th- and those were actually coming in bombers, like full 16 really? ounce ones. So I would, um, I think a bottle of that, you can find that online for like a thousand bucks. Which, obviously, I buy a lot of those. Oh, have, sure. Have sure. the means. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's, yeah. I mean, you worked in radio for a long time. If, so. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, that is that's that's a crazy sought after one, but this one I think will be pretty good too. I've had it before. It's kind of got some like cherry, some blackberry notes in it oh. too. It's uh, 2015 Regal Ride. Do you want do you want to open it? 2015. Huh? Sure, we'll go for it. What did you? Because I know you sent Connor a, a special order when he yeah. was out there. What? Yeah. So I I took a picture on my Instagram and he was like, "Dude, are you at Bourbon County?" I was like, "Are at um, uh, Goose Island?" I was like, "Yeah." And he's like, grab me this. And then what was it? It's a 2017 Proprietor Stout. That's the one. It tastes like. So they do a Proprietor Stout every year. It's supposed to be like, I don't know if it's Chicago specific. I think it might be where it's got like the Chicago flag logo, like the light blue and the red stars. And so they switch up the kind of the main ingredients every year for that. But the one at 17 is supposed to taste like Bananas Foster. So one of my best friends, like that's his his jam. He's like, oh, that's my favorite dessert. You know, I've been trying to get this, and so we were always kind of thinking how we were gonna get a bottle of this. And so I just happened to see you post about it, asked, and Lucky you showed you. showed me the menu, and you brought it back, still sitting on it a year later. <laughs> uh, dude, I mean, uh, it was great. I I didn't expect that. I don't know. Maybe they didn't have the prices on the menu. It was like. When you told me, no, they did, and then you told me which one you wanted, I was like, oh, that's the $65 one. Is that the one? And he's like, oh, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the one. Is that like, all? This Bargain. is great. Yeah. I, I I was stupid or not or whatever, but I, I only got just a four-pack of the bourbon. I went through them, and they were great. I think we shared them on the on the podcast. I'm sure. Probably yeah. that week, at the, the COVID week. Um, but, yeah, let's let's fire away. They sold, sold it in a four-pack? I think so. Huh. Or maybe I just bought four bottles. I'm well, not actually, sure. Actually, I think what they... I don't know if they... I think they ended up doing this, but for the regular, I want to say that they started doing like just 12-ounce bottles for those where you could get them. Oh, okay. So I don't remember ever seeing those around this area or up in Omaha, but I think that was a thing that they introduced new for this year. They were that... I thought they were that size bottle. They, it could have been two. I mean, I, they, they do all kinds of different... Like, you can buy a pack of like each one yeah. that they release every year as well. So Yeah, I'm not sure what I did. You brought back the goods for me. That's yeah. all I care about. You brought back the goods, that's for sure. It <laughs> yeah. didn't have and I and I you know, we I or maybe I did, I don't know. I didn't have COVID. Or maybe you did. Maybe I did. That was super <laughs> crazy though. Cause there was like I we took the train around a couple times and there was you know, a per- and you had heard about what was going on. You knew that it was, like, coming or whatever. We didn't know to what extent. And there was, like, a couple people on trains with masks on. I'm like, what the fuck are you guys doing? You guys are crazy with your masks on. And, you know, two weeks later or four days later, the whole country was shut down. Chris, you need more. All right, if you insist. Yeah. So oh, it's it smells very different in this room now. <laughs> Doesn't smell like cologne anymore. It doesn't smell like cologne anymore. <laughs> Still a little bit like Panera, but so it is described as 
2015 Bourbon County. Um, stout aged in rye barrels with blackberries, candied cherries, and sea salt added. 13.2 alcohol by volume. I feel like I need to get some water before getting into this guy. Okay. Okay. Take a break, Cease? Yeah, let's do that. All right. That's fine. Say it again. Breaking news. Bull Bull started for the Nuggets. Oh tonight. my God! Really? No, you never heard that. Oh, before. this is shocking. Uh, but yeah, he's really tall and skinny. Very tall and very skinny. Guessing very good at basketball too. See the kid that went to Oregon? Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Okay. Very tall, very skinny. I knew his sports. Kind of like uh, kind of like that that old NBA player. Minute. Uh, Minute. Yeah, kind of like him. Yeah. It's almost like they're related. Hmm. Um. All right, let's dive in. Did you get enough water? I did. Yeah, I got, I got a, a promotional bottle from our good friends at Norland Pure. Norland Pure, as the guy said when he came to drop off these promotional bottles to get us to switch to them, it's very good and it's very cheap. <laughs> Norland Pure is that their catchphrase? That's what he said. <laughs> what are they trying? What are they trying to do for us? They want to replace coal again. And do do uh, look. This he, happened before. It has. And then I thought, you know what? Coligan, they've been good to they've us. They've been good. They show up on time. They replace the bottles. I don't want to rock the boat. But I do like going with local companies. Uh, and I'm fairly certain that Norland Pure also makes beer equipment under a different name. But I think that's part of their company. And if that's true, I also like beer. So we'll see. Interesting. We'll I'm I can gonna be take persuaded. My, I'm going to take my first sip of this purple. I do need a dispenser that has the hot water, though. That's that's important. Oh, I'm sure Norlin Pure can hook you up. I like hot drinks. I've heard that. Cold drinks, not so much. Hot drinks, though. Mm. Oh. Mm. It, like, really smacks you, and then it just pff, disappears. Would you say it's an experience? It's a bit of an experience. Yeah. 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 And then it just like, it almost like melts in your mouth. Oh, that's really fun. Not in your hands. Interesting. I like it a lot. Did we miss Stout Season? Or, I mean, have we passed Stout well, Season? I don't think we passed it. We are squarely in the middle of Stout, okay. stout Season. We, I'm just wondering because the weather hasn't really been it's cooperative. Coming. It's coming. Okay. Wait till February. I heard next week's going to be rough. I. Well, by rough you mean good. I mean cold. Like, really? Oh no! I think it's going to be in the fifties next I, week. Next week? I heard cold next week. I think it's pull this. out your apps, everybody. <laughs> I got for the next ten days: fifty-five, forty-five, thirty-four, thirty-seven, forty-three, forty-five, forty-five, forty-eight, forty-one. You got the same? I got fifty-four, fifty-five, forty-five, thirty-four, thirty-five, forty-two. 35, 33, 34, 29, 32, 36, 34, 30, 31. Oh, you're more extended than me. Yeah. Thank you, AccuWeather. I don't see any 20s on mine. No 20s. It's less cold than I was led to believe earlier in the week. but I see some 50s still. still. Every, every day that's not extremely cold is a win in, in my book. Just cutting off more of winter. 
How are you supposed to appreciate spring, though? It doesn't matter. We're not going to baseball games anyway. I don't care. Everything's green and in bloom. Uh -huh. It's warmer. Maybe a little rain. If I'm not sitting at Haymarket Park, I don't care. This is all free money I want right it to now. be Haymarket Park, like 45, kind of overcast, playing northern Colorado, oh and God. then I know it's spring. Feels good. That's not what spring is. No, but I know it's there. That's the worst know? part of spring. The worst part of spring is the one that's most like it's, winter. It's northern Colorado? Yes. it's March is terrible. March is windy and 40 and gray. Ugh. Pass. March is the, the best month of the calendar year. Whoa. That is a take. Now, well, I, I need, love... Need some reasons. Yeah. Well, I'm a little biased. It is, is birthday month for me, All but... Right. You get so a lot of it kind of stems back even to college days because that's you know spring break. You get St. Patrick's Day in there too. We love that. Uh, we love March Madness basketball. Yeah. yeah, that that's the big reason why. And just a lot of my friends' birthdays are in March too. So like especially when we all turned twenty one, like that was mm. crazy month. It was good. There though. is a difference between late March and early March. There is usually there is. I'm I, I I'm we're getting closer in late March. I'm I'm early March, so I believe it was two years ago my birthday. It was like fifteen below zero in just a miserable day. So that was like the very worst that it can be. Other times it's been like seventy five. Yeah, you could get perfect. anything. Yeah, yeah, it's all over the map. It's all over the map, but still the best month in the calendar year. What's the most common weather on your birthday? On Salvi's birthday? Yes. Yeah, um, Salvi's birthday. Yeah. Oh, you know, it's it's like it's like seventy five. Because ours and, is the same. And yeah. sunny, you know, it's I, I feel like I'm I am i am later than you, two weeks later than yeah. you. Um May twenty fifth, and yours and and it seems like it could be anywhere between sixty and eighty. Yeah, yeah. It's my brother's birthday, March or May twenty fifth. Hell of a day. What day is, what day Miguel is your birthday? birthday? Mine is March 4th. Ooh, that is the day in between my dad's birthday and my brother's birthday. Dang. The third and the fifth. Okay, March. now I'll know. A little birthday trivia. There we go. All right, March 4th, famous birthdays. Oh, Catherine O'Hara. Landon Donovan. Really? You would go right to soccer, huh? I would. Yeah. Kenny Dogleash, Liverpool, represent. Yep, yep. His name is Dogleash? Dogleash, yeah, he's Scottish. Draymond Green. Like a leash that you put a dog on? A it's L-I-S-H, but yeah. That's oh, okay. How is Landon Donovan not a top 10 March 4th birthday? Ah, he retired. On FamousBirthdays.com. I don't know. Landy Cakes, you figured he'd get some love. but Come on. Catherine O'Hara. call him that? They did, yeah. They put a lot of like TikTok stars on here now. Uh, so like every YouTube person is on here too. March 4th birthday. Like who? Who would I recognize? Well, I haven't heard of any of these people, so I assume well, they're all YouTube you people. Just because you haven't doesn't mean I haven't. Well, okay, here's the guy's number one birthday on March 4th is Brooklyn Beckham, 21. No shit. He, he is described as an Instagram star. Oh, he? Is that, I wasn't expecting he. Is, yes. that, is that David Beckham's son? <laughs> Whitney Bjerken, who is 15 this March 4th, is described as a YouTube star. What? Nico is... Nico Omeliana is described as a YouTube... Like, the top ten guys are all YouTube stars, except for one rapper, one Instagram star, one R&B singer, and a basketball player. Mm. Brooklyn is David and Victoria's eldest son. Okay. He's an English model and an amateur photographer. Did not get the, the footballing genes from, from Bex, then. Okay. He turned 21 this year. 
He did. Good, good I, just, for I already him. knew that. Good for him. Happy birthday, Brooklyn. There we go. In Soccer players born months. March 4th. There you go. That's your guy. There he is right there, Landon Donovan. Who else? Ooh, let's see. Kenny, you've heard, you heard of uh, Kenny Dalglish? Dalglish? Dalglish, one of the best Liverpool yeah, players. Yeah, Kenny yep. Dalglish. C69. He's we, we talked about him. You were you were looking at your webpage. Eric Lamella. Oh, he? Lamella. Yeah. Eric Lamella, yeah, played for Tottenham. Omar Bravo. Okay, yeah, yeah. These are all soccer players. Uh, Burned Leno. Oh, goalkeeper for Arsenal, yeah. Holy crap, man. Tyler Turner. Don't know him. Ariza Makukula. Nope. Ariel Ortega. Yeah, know that. Uh, Patty Madden. Paul Canaville. Jake Buxton. Nope. Yeah, nope. they're starting to get pretty. Yeah, we're getting we're getting rough. out. Yeah. That would be like if I popped up on one of those, they'd be like, who the <laughs> heck is that? Baseball players born March 4th. Nick Castellanos. Castellanos sits one deep. It's for nothing. And I've just been fired. <laughs> and I don't know if I'll ever put, put on this on microphone again. again. <laughs> that that g- happened during a podcast. Another great podcast <laughs> oh, moment. I remember that, yes. <laughs> We've had some great sporting events. Tom Brenneman said what? <laughs> he did what? <laughs> We've had some really just momentous historical they podcasts. They really should just, just take our archives and throw them in a time capsule. Wait, what? Like, I mean, I just imagine us doing a podcast on the night they got Bin Laden. It's like, oh, shit. No way. We really should have done an election night one. Do you want to do an inauguration day one? Uh, Yeah. Ne- well, we're doing one, right? Next Monday? That's not next Monday. Uh, next be Wednesday. Next Wednesday. Uh, yeah, we're already doing a pod next Monday. All right. Special pod Wednesday. Maybe we'll do a uh, 25th Amendment pod. (laughs) (laughs) Cool, cool. Can't wait. Whenever that happens. (laughs) Hopefully before then. Clock's ticking. How badly do you wish you were still in news radio right now? Oh, not for all the money in the world. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. It is is nice not to be in that world. It is is very important, don't get me wrong, Uh but that is a tough, tough gig right now. I just see Jack's tweets. They're the best. I, I just... Poor guy. Yeah. There's no winning. No. There, there's nothing you can do. Oh, man. It's... Because our country is living in multiple realities. It like is, it, It's not yeah. even like, I disagree with you. It's, I can't, I can't see what you're seeing. Yeah, it's... Um, you see blue, I see green. I, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's somebody... Anybody who is a call screener in talk radio will have mm. great stories to tell for you. Uh, and, and I've got some good ones too for maybe another time, but yeah, it's it's wild, man. It, it is a different different world, and and a lot of things that I think kind of go by the wayside is the people that are presenting or hosting those shows. They're they're entertainers. They're putting out yeah. something that is entertainment, and so anything that is said, you kind of have to take with a grain of salt. And so that's where people kind of forget about that on on both sides either they really oh, like yeah. what they're saying or they don't like what they're saying they forget that it's all oh don't both sides me no i mean that's oh, what that's what happens you're trying you, even even in sports like you're just trying to yeah make it sound like 
something. Skip Bayless and uh, you know Colin Cowherd, they didn't get to the top by saying, yeah. oh, that was a nice game last night. I thought the <laughs> right. coaches really did a good job. No, it's coming Kudos out with a them. polarizing take and going after somebody. Yeah, I mean, you're trying to describe something and the way it is, and then someone would be like, well, you just conveniently forgot about this part. Well, I fucking did that on purpose. I, <laughs> I meant to do that. We were going to have Jack on this month. It, it, it got pushed, but I'm hoping next month to have Jack back in, and I I'm looking forward to talking about, especially if it's if it's after the fact, if we're a month removed, and he can look back on all of this. I'm really looking forward to having that conversation. I want to talk to him in the moment. Oh man, those were some. Yeah, those were those were good days being a producer on that show, and just I mean, Jack's one of my my best friends. Like he's a great guy. Like those were those were some of the best. You know, not just radio days, but professional days. Those were those were good times. And then yeah, it's just it's crazy how because it was probably about this time about 10 years ago that's when we really kind of started to hit into our groove but then yeah things just changed pretty quick i mean the whole landscape of the news radio genre and all that talk radio just is completely different than it was 10 years ago things are i mean we, we but you can say that about a lot too I was gonna say, we, we talk about that a lot at our job how how different things are now and and the conversation surrounding everything that happens now is different than it was two years ago or five years ago i think about scott frost's job is is such a different job today than it was five years ago when he was at ucf or at oregon you know i think a big part of it too and just something is somebody not in this realm anymore but just listening to a bunch of different shows and and just kind of seeing how news plays out it's it's like during every single show you can have like multiple (laughs) giant stories breaking all at the same time and it's happening in real time and so like how do you adjust to that because obviously you're planning out your show for the day you're sticking to a plan for the most part and even when i was in radio you you had flexibility you would say oh maybe we'll do this but then we'll we'll maybe go long on this other segment that kind of takes it over whatnot but you really have to adjust on the fly and just kind of blow up your plans all of a sudden at the drop of a hat you know yeah there well with the whole you know, Big Ten thing, like, are they, what's going to happen there? That was like a, there was like a month straight where it's like, I don't know what we're doing. I don't know what's going on. And I don't know what's going to happen today. That <laughs> yeah. was, that was, and that was the show, basically. And it's then, like, what the hell? And then transfers, people coming and going, whatever, the game's being canceled at the drop of a hat. I mean, it's, it is crazy. I mean, it is just real time happening basically while you're having a show. And it's, it's, that That's the fun of it. So hard to do, but it makes it fun. Yeah, I agree. That's the fun of it. That would be fun. You gonna hire a co-host ever? Ah, uh, maybe. I don't know. You kind of, kind of digging this whole solo thing? Or? No, no, <laughs> no, no. I thought maybe. Not at all. No? Not at all. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't say not at all, but I would rather have it the other way. You just said not at all like five times. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. A little. Not at all. A little. Okay, a lot. On the. How many thumbs are you enjoying it? I've done two solo sh- Well, no, I've done more solo shows than that, but like the two Mondays that I've had to do solo shows on, mm-hmm. those are great. I can just, you know, like there's stuff that happens over the weekend, and there's a lot of stuff, and you can go in depth on some things. It's great. And then, you know, if you have to do three in a row. I don't know how. Like, I don't know how Gary does it. He's crazy. I tried to ask him about it at the last football game. I was, I was like, do you like it? And he's like, yeah. And he got into a groove. I was like, you're crazy. Do you think he's telling you the truth? Yeah, I do. I believe him. 
Okay. Obviously, there's more. There's more. You get to kind of be a little more flexible with what you want to talk about. You don't have to run. Hey, should we do this topic by your you know co-host and vice versa? So I mean, I would think that would be kind of enjoyable. It's to definitely a like point. A, a an ownership of it. Yeah. Um, and, and you, you just, are a dictator. Yeah. When it when it comes to the show, I'm so. a bit of a micromanager in that in that sense. Yeah. That's a nicer word for it. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. I mean, like this this show. You control everything. <laughs> Many people have said that. Everybody says. Yeah. Your, your fingerprints When all it over happens, it. how often it happens, uh-huh. how long yeah. it happens. Yeah, it's all. All that's me. All you. Yeah. Yeah, we are at your disposal. That's right. Yeah. I'm really enjoying this beer. This beer. It's, uh, it's heavy. It is. And, and It went straight to the dome. Yeah. It did. Yeah, it did. See, I didn't have this one in the. Uh, I didn't have it in a refrigerator or anything like that. I just mm-hmm. had it on the bottom shelf in a in a bookcase downstairs, and so it had not I like been... that you use your bookcases for beer. <laughs> yeah, just have the the bottom shelf there. I got a bunch of the the white elm ones, the apple apple brandy. Nice little mm, apple brady. Apple brady, so good. <laughs> it's very good. The original um, or or the more recent one? Uh, the more recent one, Tall Boy. Mm. Got that one in there. Less there's... good, but still good. Still amazing. Have the. Uh, Toasted marshmallow one too. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm kind of thinking I might use that for trade bait, just because it's a little. It was hot when I had it, so if anybody's looking for, it, let me know. Um, but ISO got the vertical of the Bourbon Counties. I think going back to 2016 regular stouts. So I've got one from each year, a couple from some years, but a few other ones. I thought about bringing one from. Can't remember where it's from exactly. I got it off of Tavor, but it's aged in apple brandy barrels as well oh. it's it's called eclipse maybe i'll bring that next time. it sounds great mm. it sounds great <laughs> nothing on white elm though i'm sure <laughs> i think that i would rather do i think that i would rather have just the regular bourbon county well than the variants if it depends because if i'm if i'm cracking a bottle and drinking it myself yeah for sure yeah like having but a that's kind of always how i a, view it a four ounce pour of it yeah let's go crazy Let's get some regal ride. I'm, up not, in there. I'm not against it like existing. Like I'm not against it being there. Uh-huh. But I just in, in all cases, I'd rather probably just have the regular one. I do think because uh, what Joey from Heights wanted to do a, a vertical with us, right? That's right. That, yeah, that was he had on a the bunch. table. I believe Josh, aka Triple B, had offered the the London Fog, the Kentucky Fog. Kentucky Fog. Kentucky Fog. Because it's based off of the London Fog, the drink, but obviously with the Kentucky Bourbon, that's that's the... Kentucky Fog. And this is like my favorite Triple B shirt that he's ever done, but it's not, it was not a widely distributed what one. What is it? So it's got like the old 76, you know, like Centennial or Bicentennial logo, but it's but 67 it's with ah. Nebraska, so like ah. super cool. This is like my, my favorite Triple B shirt. Nice. Shout out Triple B. He makes fine shirts. My favorite shirt is the one he did for our episode 69. Nice. I wear that as an undershirt <laughs> like <laughs> twice a week. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So There's is- a lot going on. It's, it's three beers later. <laughs> it is a- episode 69. It's like the nice. for- forever casual. It's kind of busy. There's you know? a lot going on. There's a lot happening. No, that's uh, the one. Yeah, it's a clip. It's from a brewery called... Fifty fifty. It's in California, so hmm. maybe next time. Great. Let's book it. Let's book it. Let's make it happen. See you Monday. Just gonna Show chill out my bookcase, <laughs> along with Harry Potter and whatever else is down there. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, books or something. <laughs> books. 
Connor, I wrote down some stuff, oh. but I don't know if you want to get to stuff or not. No, I mean, I, by the by, the, judging my beer, this podcast is almost over. There is some more in the bottle, I think. A little bit. Yeah. Have another splash. There you go. Top it off. Those are for the hosts. Give it a glug. Y'all have it. A splash. Sure. Sure. Make sure you drop it on the board. Thank you. Yep. It was a uh, something thick and syrupy that got put on there before. It was. So. It looked a lot like that. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember what it was specifically. We should have noted that. We should have. I'm sure if we went back and listened, somebody will know. Somebody tell me what I spilled on the board. Nobody knows. Do you think we edited it out? No. Because we definitely reacted. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> freaked out. Well, yeah. I freaked out, yeah. Well, yeah. We all freaked out. Did you know that Wisconsin got a 41-6 to run against them tonight against Michigan? Michigan won by like 100. What? Shit. Yeah. Not a, not actually 100, but a lot. So Michigan won even though they, they gave up a run of that no, size? No, 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 no. Michigan had the run. Oh, against Wisconsin. And yes. won. Wow. Yeah. So Michigan's pretty good. Michigan won 77-54. Maybe Nebraska should have hired Juwan Howard. Well, if you're Dan Dockett, you might say that. <laughs> Look, Hoiberg's uh, uh, just walked into good jobs everywhere he's been. He's a unicorn. He's a unicorn. He has... He he gets good jobs. When has everybody re- anybody referred to Nebraska as a good job ever? Or Iowa State, or even the Bulls? Yeah, like get, like it's an NBA job. Is it a good job? I didn't get that one. That's that's Dan Dockich, I guess. For you, what did you have written down? Okay, let's let's look. I wrote one down today. It was about there being a sperm shortage during the pandemic. I think I had some dreams. If we want to do that. Um, you're just gonna you're just gonna skip the sperm shortage. No, I just wanted to tell you and okay. and. Um, Urban Dictionary is canceled. Yeah, Urban Dictionary is dead. What? They they don't update it anymore. It, it's all it's the same it's trending. All mamala and wetter than an otter's pocket every yep. week. Like, yep. come on. It's the same thing come every on, time. Urban Dictionary. It hasn't changed. Get out of here. We all we've been through all the words. I'm very not with it, so it's it still serves as a good a good guide for me. <laughs> well, we thought that a month off would two months would refresh the yeah. Urban Dictionary page after it was getting stale. And it did not. Yeah, it didn't, their top 30 is the same top 30 as it was in October and September and probably August. It's a pretty bad Hasn't deal. Hasn't been touched. Pandemic hit everybody hard. Yeah. Even Urban Dictionary. Yep. And sperm banks. See what I did there? Yes. Guys, the sperm banks are running out of sperm. And that's that's leading to very unhappy people who want sperm. It's leading to the rise of the... Uh, the illicit sperm market. Um, mm. and people are. Well, why do you think that people want more sperm in a time like this? People want more sperm. <laughs> Thank you. Um, you know, I figure you've just got time on your hands right now, which would make me think maybe there would be an excess of sperm, but that's not the case. Uh, but time to raise kids, time to to have a kid, to take some leave. To be pregnant, to be pregnant, yeah. But then, but then on top of that, people can't get out and get to the sperm banks, and there's a shelf life on on that. Mm. So what what they had in stock has gone bad, and it can't be replenished. Yeah, that's interesting. I kind of figured that. I guess I guess um, you know some of the. I, I thought the donations might go up. During I, I would have thought. Yeah, I would have thought. When I was digging into this, what I learned... The people have been looking for alternate sources of income. Sure, sure. 
they said you can get um because they, they set up near campuses a lot sperm banks especially um that makes sense prestigious campuses stanford harvard places like that sure people want smart babies and they said people want smart babies <laughs> you can get uh you can get four thousand dollars give or take and you, you've got to make multiple trips back there to to really fill up the the bottle but <laughs> but you can get four grand <laughs> For, for for a couple of months pretty good deal months, I, four grand would have gone a long way for me in college absolutely absolutely Wor- working hard or hardly working <laughs> am i right a <laughs> huh? couple trips to the bank now they said after that four grand you might have roughly 50 kids running around okay with your genetic code I, well that that's that's the thing that we have to talk about here then wasn't there a movie with vince vaughn where like that was mm. his thing yes the delivery man there we go <laughs> Had the the woman from How I Met Your Mother in there too, Colby Smolders, Robin. Correct, yeah, she was in there. Okay, yeah, huh? I'd watch that movie. <laughs> I wouldn't. I'm sure you can. It was pretty damn awful. <laughs> Had a couple of good songs on the soundtrack, but it was awful. I'm sure the, it's the available. Delivery Man. Delivery Man, or maybe just Delivery Man. Okay, Delivery yeah. Man. Hundreds of kids. Uh, 2013. I think the trailer for it was really funny because it was, it was one of those things where they they had a number counter and it would just go up and up and up. You know. What do you think the the poster looks like? It's Vince Vaughn, uh huh, standing there shrugging, probably, <laughs> and. <laughs> Spot on. Nailed it. Spot on. I really didn't know that. I, I, <laughs> hands in his pocket going, Welp. <laughs> Guess I'll make another delivery. I, I did oh, not know that. Priceless. That's Yo, that, well, that's a double entendre because he's like a FedEx guy. Sure. He's a sure. UPS guy or something. Sure. <laughs> you should watch it. <laughs> it's a, It's available. It's on one of the services. So would you want little Connor Happers running around? you don't know about that's that's the question that's, that's why i'm asking that's it. the moral question no i don't well not before i had a kid mm. i would i would i would want to have you got to put a junior out there first huh? yeah yes okay okay and then check back with me but still unlikely i mean you wouldn't know you wouldn't know i mean you would know that it's a possibility yeah do, do they not um I can't imagine there's much of a relationship, no. But, like, when that kid inevitably in 25 years gets curious about their family history and then he finds out very shockingly that he was a sperm bank child. I was adopted. Well, not quite. And goes through that whole thing, um, which maybe happens or maybe doesn't happen. Do that? Does the sperm? Do they have the information? Does the mom have the information on who the donor was, or the profile of the hmm, donor? Probably the profile. Yeah, I would imagine. I don't. I I imagine there's some level of anonymity where you don't get to know who. You'd be like, oh yeah, that's Joe. There's gotta be he lived a movie. Thirty third. Was this was this part of the delivery man? Where there's gotta it, like rev, we're talking about reverse. Basically, like reverse love here, where like 
kid goes back to, you know, realizes he's a sperm bank kid, tries to find his dad. Um, mom leads him to the path. Mom ends up falling in love with the actual dad who had the sperm to impregnate the mom in the first place, even though they had never met before. Is that a movie? Because I feel like I just made it. Call Hollywood. They're looking for ideas. <laughs> I mean, it's either that or it, it's uh, Stuart six. Little 5. Yeah. yeah. In my life, I have a tendency to make very bad decisions. David, I don't want a boyfriend who just disappears because he's too stores. busy. You're unreliable. You have brought me such beautiful flowers. Yes, I did. Maybe that's why I've been stuck in the same job for so long. You're three hours late, man. You know, David, I love you like a son. I am your son. Everyone has a purpose in life. I guess I just haven't found mine yet. David Wozniak. In 1994, you donated to a fertility clinic anonymously. Apparently, there was a mix-up at the clinic. What? You were the biological father of 533 children. Just stop there. <laughs> that feels good. <laughs> what do you think his response is? What? <laughs> <laughs> Hands in pockets. Shrug. <laughs> Damn it. I didn't expect that. So how many how many kids could you expect a father? to, or, Not to father, to be the father of, biological father of. Well, they said that, that four grand could produce about 50, if all, if all goes well. And they said there was a mix-up and there was 533. What? It's a real mix-up. That can't be just like clerical error. Nah, I just spilled a little here, a little there. What do you think? Would you would you be comfortable being the father of hundreds of children? The world would be a better place. Have more of an appreciation for whipped cream products. For sure, for <laughs> sure, yeah. Which the world desperately needs. Desperately. Follow at Stuffed Cones on Twitter. Get all the latest on my new venture. I don't know. I just had a lot Find of thoughts. All the there. whipped cream related. Let them out. Well, I, Spill I, them. Like, Spill well, them like my, seed. My first thought was how lucky I am to know who my father was and then to be able to chase that, trace that lineage and know who my grandfather mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. And, and all that stuff. That's really cool. I think that's really cool. That you can go back two generations? I've gone further. Okay. I just don't know who they are. They they existed at one point in time. This would all be true, too. It would be, but you wouldn't be able to... You wouldn't wouldn't know. It wouldn't be clear if you were... You could still do the Ancestry.com, and that would be a trip. Because you wouldn't go in knowing any of it. How would you do Ancestry.com if you didn't know who well, they... Well, you spit in the tube, and you send it off, and they tell you who you are. Oh, damn. And it, like, matches your DNA to other people that have sent in DNA. Like, hey, did you know that your half-sister lives in Tennessee? Oh, damn. You're right. That would even be crazier. Yeah. That's a reason to do it. Yeah. And then throughout your life... I still haven't done you it. You just I get really... all these pleasant little surprises, like, hey, uh, this website says you're my dad? Isn't that kind of what DP has? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
I feel like every every week, every other week, DP's like, oh yeah, this person, I know they live. It close. would be that. You could do that, but with kids. I wouldn't want that. Okay. Not with the direct kids, but I would want to know who all my family members are. It's a, it's a trip. I mean, like my grandmother was pretty big into genealogy, so like back in the day, she went out to the. I think it was the Mormon Church in Salt Lake City where they're big into genealogy, and so she made like a bunch of big books on that. And so there's a lot of information in there, obviously, but it'd be interesting to see what Ancestry.com, what it kind of does with that. I know a lot of people, if you see it pop up on social media, they'll share their results or whatever, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's, that's fascinating. I find it interesting. I, I haven't done it, but my, my wife has and my daughter has. Um and they're, my daughter's adopted, so obviously they they have different histories. And hers was interesting because it's it's worldwide. Like there are, I mean, I don't think there was any Australia or Antarctica, but she's got the other continents covered. Wow. Uh, yeah. Um, Africa. And then, Africa. Yes. Yes. Uh, and then my wife Ow. was basically like Scandinavia, right here. That's where you're from. And and as as time has gone by since she's done it they keep narrowing it down further like actually you're from this province and and they really just keep narrowing it down so wow. okay you can you can cross this part off you're not from there and it just keeps getting more and more accurate as more and more people are doing no it. kidding yeah. it's that specific yeah i know i said this before in a previous podcast but i want to do that i would i would too i'd like to look into that because i think ours was our lineage was traced back to uh town that's pretty much on the border with wales and england it's called whitney on y so there's like the river y okay. oh w-y-e but i think that was where it was traced from but then my cousin had posted something about he had gone back and looked and we have more like scandinavian roots in there too i know shocker big shocker <laughs> no i was gonna say I, I believe that but yeah that's that's interesting because i just always grew up it's like oh you're english a little bit of german in there yeah i mean very very common stuff nothing right, and that, unique that's about all that. you get is i know my dad's side, I've got German and I've got English. And my mom's side, I've got Polish and I've got Swedish. But there's got to be more of a story than that, right? And I think you yeah. get a lot of that story. So Interesting. Fun. We should do it. We should do an Ancestry pod. They should sponsor it and give us free tests. Okay. I'll reach out. Dream journal? Okay. What would you think of the beer? Uh, two thumbs up. Or two out of two thumbs up. Very good. <laughs> I'll stick with that. I think I've used up more thumbs, so we'll just we'll go two. We'll, <laughs> well use my two. All the thumbs. It was good. It was thick. You 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 talked about it before, like like black cherry and like currant and mm-hmm. and it, you get a lot of that stuff. I don't know what rye is supposed to taste like. I think I've said that before in this podcast. I don't know what rye tastes like. I don't know what that's supposed to give. I feel like spiciness is, is yeah. the word that always gets associated with rye. It's like a spicy spicy whiskey, I guess. I mean it's just kind of it's got a few different characteristics to it, and a lot of it is sort of that. I'm just I'm so bad at explaining same <laughs> yeah. explaining that, but it is just like a little different spice, but it just has a little bit of fruit to it. Maybe I don't know. That's kind of what I get from it. Okay, it's so obviously in a beer that features a little more fruit with your black cherries. Yeah, uh, there's there's almost a, a barley wine sort of quality that that comes along with it. Well, I think in this case, this I mean, it's a 2015, so it's been it's mm, been aged sure, for about sure. five years. Generally, those are about eight to ten years. And, and I actually had a Bourbon County, I think, from 2008, which obviously that's been, you know, about ten years in the hopper there at that point. So that's just, like, very smooth, very no carbonation at all. It just yeah. kind of everything just really mellows 
all the flavors together. And so that's that's the interesting thing. That's why people get the bourbon bourbon aged uh, you know stouts, obviously, to let them kind of develop over. It was kind of headed that direction. Yeah. yeah, and I think even since the last time I had it, which was about a year ago, it just seems a little a little different for sure. Well, it's it's five years old, which according to the label is as long as it will develop in the bottle. Huh. So once you hit according to this, once you hit five years, you're kind of there. There we go. Hmm. Perfection. You're welcome. It was so, good. Oh. Should we answer that? Oh, probably. Red Cross found your number here too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh all right, we'll pause. Sure. <laughs> Okay, so I know I read a bunch of these last week. Ooh, but I was in the bathroom, so I didn't hear any I read of them. them all. Okay. Um Do do you want do you want me to just go one by one like week by week and you can like grill me on them or like sure. do you want me to just read the most recent one right now? I don't know. Or what? Whatever you whatever you feel like. You read them all? I re- I read so, 5 of them. So everybody listening has already heard it? Yeah. Well, I don't need to react to it. Okay, well, I don't have any dreams then. Cool. All right, read me one. And then have more dreams. Um. All right, let me give you some subject matters, and you pick one, you pick one. Uh, breakfast. I like that you're drawing this out. Thank you. Breakfast. Yeah. I like breakfast. Uh, Nebraska football. Nebraska football. Baseball. Basketball. And I don't know, miscellaneous on the last one. Well, I'm going to rule out the sports ones. Okay. Because I feel like that's very on brand for you. That leaves breakfast or miscellaneous. Breakfast or miscellaneous. I say we roll the dice and go miscellaneous. All right, miscellaneous it is. Yeah, you're going to be disappointed. Breakfast it is. Breakfast it is. All right. Didn't read it. Uh, There was a breakfast buffet and the line was 25,000 people long. Wow. Did you ever get to the front of it? I don't remember. Did you get to eat breakfast? I think so. And I just remembered thinking, this line's way too long. It's 25,000 people here. Why Why that number? I That's, that's, what, the, that's what I said. That's what I said. I, I don't know. So is it like when you go back in the day when you would go to a return counter and you get like a little number, like you're number 75? No, I think I actually saw 25,000 people. And for whatever reason, I was able to verbalize or internalize in my head, like there's 25,000 people here and they're all in front of me. Huh. How long did it take you to get your food? I don't know. What was on the buffet? Breakfast. Was Sorry, there I'm farting a lot? Was there biscuits and gravy? Yeah. Okay. Good. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Good biscuits and gravy. I'd stand in a line that long. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, that's a given. I mean, they were moving through pretty quick, but it was twenty-five thousand people. The miscellaneous one said Funplex. <laughs> used to work. Used to work by Funplex. <laughs> yeah. Hey, there you go. Funplex. I do love Funplex. That's, I, that's I, I once upon thing. a time loved Funplex. Yeah. Chris, do you have any recent dreams you'd like to share, or old dreams? It doesn't matter to me. Um, I don't really. Hopes. I'm trying, I'm trying to aspirations. think. Aspirations. I have a dream. I have the the floating dream quite a bit. Yeah. Which is that, is that pleasant? I think do you so. Enjoy it. Yeah. Because for it's me, just, for me, that always like it starts good and ends bad. Yeah, and so I can't remember what I looked it up once upon a time. I don't remember what the explanation was for it, 
But a common dream I also had once, and I haven't had it for a little while, but I'd always have dreams where like my teeth were falling out. Ooh. And so that one I that's looked a common up. One we've I, heard. I've, yeah, I've looked that one up, and I think that's like supposed to mean something about like you're giving up power or something like that too. So like maybe if you're starting a new job or you're you're doing something new for the first time, whatever the case might be. I've heard that's the explanation for that. So I haven't had that for a little while. But yeah, the floating dream, pretty common. Have dreams where I'm back in school a lot, um, which those started pretty soon after I got done with college. Like the dream yep. where, oh no, I haven't gone to class for yep. the whole semester and I'm going to fail. Uh, that one, I had that one even a couple weeks ago, uh, but it was back mm-hmm. in high school. So that was weird. My first um, entry in my dream journal said grade change from a C to an R. <laughs> and for whatever reason, I was really bothered by that in the dream. <laughs> Nobody like, wants to get an R. I, don't, I did not want to get yeah. an R. So, yeah. right. I mean, I had a hundred variations of that dream. I had a dream a couple weeks ago where I was, um, I, I, I guess I was a spy, but I was stationed on like a submarine off the coast of Australia. I don't know why this was specific because most of my dreams are very not specific, mm-hmm. but I just remember waking up and, and thinking that and usually I'm like my wife will kind of like talk in her sleep or whatever. And so she will have some very weird audible things that she will say. And so I just I kind of turn like what? And so I think at that point I had said something audibly because she turned to me and had that same reaction. And so that was like a one time out of 90 or like one time Those out of 100 best. where that happened. So I, I don't even know what happened. I just remember that that's what she had relayed to me and – I don't know. I have no idea. I guess. Well, you remembered a, a, an important part. Yeah. So I need to look up um, what the symbolism is of being a <laughs> sub commander off the coast of Australia. I guess I, I have no idea. I'm but sure there's information. I maybe we watched Hunt for Red October. I have no idea. I, I can't remember. <laughs> Sean Connery was there. Maybe I, I don't know. Uh, I I have two written down, and I honestly don't remember if they were from. See him fumble his phone there. Right near the beer. Yep. That was a close call. It was far away. Right up against the board. Multiple inches away. Um, I don't remember if I shared these before hiatus or not, but I'll just read them again if I did. Okay. It, it says, people kept thanking me for bringing Tylenol to the office, but <laughs> I, don't I don't think that. I brought Tylenol to the office, <laughs> but I was accepting the thank you. This is a great park dream. That's it. That's the dream. Okay. Huh. Maybe it's foreshadowing your your upcoming ventures. I hear you've got some food things going on. That's true. That's true. Taking credit for something that you didn't do. I'm going to struggle with that because this venture is a joint venture. Mm. And, and that's that's going to be an issue. <laughs> Especially if it's something I didn't do and people are like, oh, my God, that, that hot chocolate bomb was so great. I'm like, actually, I, thank you, but I just sold it to you. I had nothing to do with it. What are we looking at here? Are we? Is it going to be soon? There's going to be some Valentine's Day opportunities to buy okay. some food. Okay. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. So be on the lookout for that. You're going to be so supported by the community. I know. Oh, my God. The, the, the community? <laughs> Great. Uh, the, the, actually, already, the pe- yeah. people have not just said, like, oh. I'm not kidding when you, I say that. Like, yeah. Your food is going to be great, and we'll, we'll buy your food. But multiple people who have said, I, I can lend you advice. I can lend you help. Um, yeah. If you need an investor. That's like what happens on TikTok when somebody says, do this and the boys will give you a million likes. That's that's what hap- That's what happens with you. Are those the life. K-pop vo- boys? No, it's just everybody. Because I feel like K-pop is big. 
people some people just take requests to like do stuff and it's like if you do this the boys will give you a million likes we got you mm. i need that but dollars yep instead of likes. It feels like it's happening yeah. okay cool well thank you community for your preemptive support goodbye speaking of support oh, connor happer damn. uh we have ways that you can support this podcast more than even I oh yeah my knew. i got charged at the beginning of the month you again and five other people got charged at the beginning of the month it used to be six other people but denial had triplets so he is no longer a patron so congratulations on the triplets and i completely understand you dropping this denial denial daniel Oh. But it's with an A. Oh, so that's it's denial. Right. That's right. That's right. Uh, denial had triplets. Congratulations from us. Yes. Shout out to Denial. Uh, the other six people who are patrons are now lonely, so you can join them. Patreon.com slash 3BL or something like that where you can give us money. Apparently, you can also give us money through uh, our, our podcast host, which is Red Circle. Shout out Red Circle. Uh, somebody's been giving us money there that I didn't know about, but we've got like 60 bucks in the bank. Whoa. So whoever is giving We're us, back. whoever's giving us money through that platform, I don't know who you Give are. Give some money to Chris Whitney for his run. Do, do that instead. Keep giving us money too, but give it to Chris Whitney for his run. Chris runs for ms.com. Chris runs for ms.com. Mm-hmm. That's C-H-R-I-S. Yes, sir. R-U-N-S. The word for? Yeah, but like F F O R spelled out. F-O-R. Not like forever casual. Nope. F O R. And then not and, the number four. Okay, and then M S, the letters, which stands for multiple sclerosis. But don't spell that out. No. Just M S. Chris runs for M S. dot com. Okay. Okay. Uh, my, my man, doing my work. <laughs> uh, yeah, do that. Those but are the plugs. whoever, I just. I feel like I need to throw it out there. Whoever's giving us money through Red Circle, one, if you're doing it accidentally, heads up, you're getting charged like 10 bucks a month. Um, I don't know if you know that. And whoever you are, I'd like you to make yourself known so I can say thank you. Uh, three beers later, stay Maybe with there's this. some cookies in it for you. Don't do that. You love it. You but love you making know, cookies. Right. I yeah. do. I do. That's pomegranate molasses. That sounds Oh, my God. Cool. They were great. Uh, muchachos got some. And, uh, they were very complimentary. I've got I've got like a quarter cup left, which is about enough to make one more batch. Mm. I got to do that at some point. Mm. Nice. Do we have any special episodes coming up soon? Anything we like might that? be we might be smoking cigars next week. Oh, all right. We have uh, Caleb. Everybody knows Caleb. Everybody who's listening goes to see Caleb. I know about Caleb at Straight Edge. Every single person. Uh, he is going to be on with us next week, but Caleb doesn't drink. What he did say, though, is that he loves a good cigar. So when he found out we do this in a place of business, he was sad. But then I said, wait a minute, we could do it in a place of business where that's allowed, and he got happy. So we're going to try and make that happen. Yes. I haven't efforted it at all. Oh, great. But there's a week still. It, it takes about 30 seconds. So I know. You'll be I know. fine. Yeah. yeah. Or we just show up and do it. That's also possible. Yeah. yeah. Well, what are they going to do? We're going to. I would like to learn more about cigars. I also want to have the guy from Jake Cigars on at some point. Miles, I believe his name is. Cool. He was on Gravy's podcast. They ate a super hot chip, but they didn't talk about cigars. I hate the hot chips. Yeah. Uh, so I want to, instead of eating hot chips, talk about cigars. Great. Better idea. Yeah. Suck it, Gravy. Um, what else is coming up? That's it. That's it. Actually, yeah, that's all that's scheduled at this point. So. 
I knew it. There, there used to be more. Now there's not because Jack canceled. Jack, what? Thank you, thank you. He got jealous of us again because we said palpable <laughs> buzz. That's it. He said, "Fuck those guys. I'm out." He's looking to sue you right now. <laughs> no, it's, that's what that's what's going down. <laughs> that's fine. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, guys. Always a pleasure. Always batting seven fifty now. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Oh yeah. Run for Chris. Chris run. Chris runs for ms.com. My oh, man, doing my work. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn five dollars into one hundred and fifty dollars instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code Champion One Hundred and Fifty. Then place a five dollar wager on any sport. You'll receive one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the King of Sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc